episode, Kyle. And I'm everyone's favorite co-host, Cassidy. And this is Date Night. So this week's episode is going to be slightly different than what we've done, mainly because we didn't actually get a chance to have a date night. You ended up working for most of the weekend because it was your turn to work the weekend. And so instead we kind of had lazy marathon days. We just watched all 13 of the Halloween movies. I take that back. (laughs) We didn't watch all 13. We did. We watched 10 of them. We watched the original three timelines. We skipped Rob Zombie and Halloween 3. So we watched those 10 movies. We watched... Is it not? No, because the Rob Zombie timeline is two movies. And uh, Halloween 3 is just the one. So... (laughs) Uh, that was our date night, pretty much. I was watching these movies. Yep. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> which, which uh, the only reason we really did that, which, uh, yeah, the only reason we really did that is just because my family's tradition is that every year in October we get together and we watch all of the Halloween movies, which has become much more difficult because there are now three more entries and we used to just skip the Rob Zombie ones and we would skip Halloween Three season of the witch, so we only had to watch seven movies, which over the course of a weekend is not very hard. So it was a lot more difficult than I thought to get in all these movies. <laughs> like I did it alone a couple weeks ago because I didn't think you'd be interested, and then I floated the idea by you, and you were like, "Sure, why not?" Because I have nothing better to do. So and because I like to do things that make you happy. <laughs> but. Yeah, and it, I mean it was just a downer weekend too. I mean uh, it is it has rained every day Thursday through to today, which is Monday. So I mean it's not like. What are we going to do? You know, mm-hmm. I don't really want to go just sit at a restaurant. You know what I mean? Yeah. When we could watch movies and still eat that food. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We also just have a lot of stuff going on in our lives right now. Yeah, we do. As far as trying to move and we move next week. When this comes out, we'll be moving that Friday. No. Because this comes out this Friday. It'll be the weekend after the week after that. We'll be moving a week from when yeah. this comes out. Yeah, a week from when this comes out. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we still don't have a place to live. Yeah. We're working on that. We're making strides. We're, we're adulting as best as we can. Yeah. One of my buddies texted me and he was like, hey man, we haven't talked in a while. How's life? And I said, adulting and it's hard. Yes. It's very hard. Yeah. Date night may be on hold. The actual date nights may be on right. hold for a little while. Right. Well, we try to figure out what we're, what we're doing and just sort of navigating our like schedules and stuff because yeah. I'm going to be working again. So. It'll be a little bit different having date nights instead of going on a random date night on like a Thursday yeah. at like 10 in the morning. It might it might become a little <laughs> more difficult to piece those together, but we're going to do it, goddammit. Yes. We're going to do it. And this date night expanded over three days of watching a Halloween movie. Yes. We <laughs> ate a bunch of junk food and we watched all the Halloween movies and it was just a great weekend in my opinion because it was rainy, it was crappy, it was cold, it felt like fall. And I got to watch one of my favorite serial killers uh, kill a bunch of fake characters, so that was nice. <laughs> but before we move into um, our synopsis game, which it's Cassidy's turn, so she's going to have a little bit more time to think of that, uh, I have to real quick run over some housekeeping things. First and foremost, we have to talk about the bet. Yes. The fucking bet. <laughs> I am so disappointed. I would have rather missed the target by 110 than miss it by one. We got 109 first week downloads, and what sucks is that next morning, like the morning that the bet was over, somebody downloaded it, and we got to 110, but it was past the 8 a.m. deadline. So it was 109 downloads first week, and I actually screamed when I woke up and saw that. I woke up, I was like, oh, it's 8.01, we gotta check. 
and it said 109, and then the first month, 110. And I woke you up. I was literally like, you were dead asleep, snoring like the like the princess you are. And I was like, you fucking won. You won this bet, man. I was so devastated. But somehow he's still going to talk me into getting this hand. The thing is, you didn't help me at all, man. I had to post. Uh, no. No, <laughs> one of those everything. downloads came from me. I do not care if it's our <laughs> podcast. No, I, I didn't download the episode. I didn't even post it on Instagram. She didn't even tell people about the episode. When we went out and hung out with like some of her coworkers and stuff, I was telling them about the episode. And she's like, no, no, shh, 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 Don't tell them, don't tell them. And I would post it on my story. I posted four different links on my story multiple times. And Cass was like, that's not fair. That's cheating. Yeah, and I made he was multiple doing, videos. He was doing way more than he usually <laughs> does. Like, so extra. Hey, and it's still, and still lost. my one. I am devastated by one download. Like like I said, I would have rather missed by all 110. I would have rather nobody download this episode yeah. than miss by one. It broke yeah. my heart. But who knows? I love to make Kyle happy, even if it means being terrified in my own house. So Maybe if I'm a good boy for the rest of the year, Santa will slide on down the chimney and give me a, a, a good handy. Or... Hand, give me get the good hand. That came out way worse than I intended. <laughs> give me a hand. Give me the hand. Give yes. me the hand from the movie. But do you want the hand in return for me not being able to sleep? And yeah, oh, absolutely. Nightmares? I don't care. I don't care if you can't sleep. I want the hand. Then you're not getting <laughs> the hand because that's just rude. Yo, what's funny though is when we first started dating, you didn't sleep you would talk in your sleep and you'd wake up yes. screaming all the time i'm used to it at this point yes but this is because i didn't used to watch scary movies that often when i got with kyle every single night was a scary movie <laughs> so i started having nightmares and therefore led the nightmares and the talking in my sleep so i just want to tell one quick story about that situation <laughs> because it's fantastic i don't even remember what we watched okay i couldn't even tell you but we we went to sleep and I woke up, and it had to have been like 2 or 3 in the morning, and I woke up to you standing in the corner of my bedroom in my apartment. And I was like, what are you doing? And you didn't say anything. So I was like, get back in bed. What are you doing over there? And you just walked back to the bed. You didn't say a word. You just walked back to the bed, got in it, and went to sleep like nothing just happened. Like you weren't just paranormal I activity. I, I thought I said, I don't know where I am. No, that was just one random day when you, you like, this happened multiple times. You just randomly would wake up and say things to me all the time. You'd punch me. You'd wake <laughs> up and scream things. And at one point you were yelling about something in my closet. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, is someone actually in the closet? And then you were like, it's got tentacles and it's coming to get me. And I was like, yes. what did we watch that was scary into thinking octopus monsters are living in my closet? Underwater. It's not even a horror movie. It's scary. <laughs> I love it. You've calmed down a lot with that. You don't punch me nearly as much in your sleep. No. When we have the hand in our house, you know, they may, the terrors <laughs> might start coming back. Yeah. Quote, unquote, the terrors, right? Just you staying awake and taking out your anger on me while I sleep. The terrors and the fists may be unleashed with the uh, hand in the house. Oh, God. I will have to weigh out the pros and cons of the hand for sure. Yes. Then. <laughs> and honestly, fair is fair. I, he lost the bet. I did lose the bet. I did lose the bet. We Absolutely. shouldn't get the hand, but I'm a people pleaser, and it makes me sad that he's upset that we didn't, he didn't win. I am a, I'm a gracious loser. I lost the bet by one, and that sucks. But, hey, I, I could have bought it on my own if I wanted to, and I did not, because those were the parameters of the bet, and you won. So and if I'm you don't devastated. get the hand for Christmas, you aren't going to be sad. 
I mean, I'm going to be sad, but I'm not going to be like, well, this, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be like, this is a bummer, but I'm not going to be you like, know devastated or anything. If I mean, someone else buys, if someone else buys you the hand, you can have it. <laughs> I'm not going to be the one to buy it because then it's just, why oh. we even do the bet? Hey, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> the next thing on the housekeeping um, list that I wanted to talk about was our first giveaway. Yay! For our 25th episode. <laughs> And because we just hit over 3,000 downloads, this happened during the Talk To Me episode. And I completely forgot to bring it up on the Hocus Pocus episode, but we have just hit 3,000 downloads. So thank you for everybody uh, who has ever downloaded or shared us. Um, We appreciate that greatly. Everything helps. And so because of that, we wanted to celebrate by giving, uh, having a giveaway. But um, I'm not going to go over that just yet. I will do that at the end of the podcast um, when we get done talking about everything. So, the movie that I picked for tonight's episode uh, was Halloween, obviously. The original 1978 version of Halloween. And the reason I picked it is because, like I said, it's just a tradition every year that we have to watch the Halloween movies. (laughs) So, yeah, guys, while talking about this movie, forgive me if I get a little confused about what happened in the original Halloween (laughs) as I was just forced to watch 10 in a weekend. Yes. So, I may be a little bit jumbled. And Kyle will correct me. Listen, it is 100% okay to be jumbled with the Halloween franchise because as, uh, I cannot remember his name, but it's a very famous quote, the Halloween timeline is pick your own adventures because there are three, four technically different timelines that you can pick to watch these movies in that order. And I wrote down each timeline and explained it to her when we started a new one. And she was just like, I have no idea what's happening in this one. It was so funny because when we were watching Halloween ends and they slit his throat and you were like, he got his head cut off at one point. He was electrocuted at one point and they slit his throat and that's how he dies. And I was like, Not different timeline. Time. Yeah, I was like, different timeline. And you were like, I can't. It's just a little bit hard. The Halloween timeline is the <laughs> hardest timeline to follow mainly because they reboot it so much but always stick to that original. They always are like, okay, this directly follows the first yeah. or second movie and it's a new timeline. So people get so confused, and it makes so much sense. If I didn't have you, I would be lost, because I'd watch the movies in like the order they came out, and I'd be like, what? In the last movie, she had this son, right, now yeah. she doesn't have a son, now she just has a daughter, and what is going on? Right. And I'm like, the continuity! Yeah. <laughs> the continuity is fucked in, in these movies. <laughs> I will say, though, that there's really strong argument that H20 and Resurrection, which is the... Second timeline follows the events of the sixth movie in the original timeline. So the original timeline is one, two, four, five, and six. And H2O, or H20, takes place after the second movie, okay? You still with me? Because you look confused already. <laughs> anyway, there's arguments that H20 does take place after the events of Halloween 6, The Curse, with Paul Rudd. And there's reasoning behind that is because when the script was originally written, they did write it as a direct sequel to Halloween 6. Problem was, they had a very hard time explaining how Laurie Strode would have had a son and a daughter at the same time Mm -hmm. and only picked to take the son with her. Yes. So they simply were like, fuck it, firebombed the whole thing, took the script apart and rewrote it as a direct sequel to Halloween 2. So that's what restarted that whole timeline. 
I mean, they could have done it easily where they, she just didn't have the son. Why couldn't she just be the headmistress of the school mm-hmm. and not have a son? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe to make this, this like family connection. I really don't know. Uh, they had the, one of the most iconic scenes that was in the movie that they had written in there was that Jamie, Lori's daughter, who is the main character essentially of 4 and 5 and partially in 6, uh, is part of the Halloween babysitter murders that they talk about. And someone in the class is giving a report on Michael Myers. And she brings up the fact that Jamie was killed. And it makes Laurie Strode literally vomit. Uh-huh. Because she knows that's her daughter. For some reason, they just decided, destroy it, get rid of it. We're going to rewrite this. And she's going to be uh, the mother to a son. And it's going to take place after the second Halloween. Why? I, I genuinely don't know. Interesting. I don't know. Uh, I did read that the writers had a hard time working in the Thorn concept, which I'm not even going to get into that shit, but they had a hard time working that in and they were just like, don't bother, don't bother, just redo the whole thing. Yeah. And then you've got Rob Zombie, who was tabbed to remake the entire franchise, but only got two movies in because mm-hmm. awful. And then there was the third timeline, which is the um, babysitter timeline. In which it follows the events of the first movie, and Lori is not related to Michael Myers. Yes. So there's that. So the Thorn timeline is just hard. It just does not make sense. It to makes me. no sense. It's very hard. I feel like the the, the other timeline is the Tate timeline, yes. right? That's what I call. I call it the Tate timeline. There's no official name. I call it the Tate timeline because that's the name she goes by in the movie. The name Lori goes by in the movie is Tate. Yeah. That one makes sense in the facet that. She's his brother. Yes. Or she's his sister. Yes. I agree 100%. They should have just stuck with that storyline and wrote it out. Yes. It just sucks because resurrection is so bad. Yes. However, I think the storyline that like just like... In my, we, we're probably going to get into this, but the babysitter storyline would make way more sense if the Lori was still his sister. Yes. Because it just... Because the babysitter timeline is, if you don't know, is Halloween 1... And then David Gordon Green's trilogy, Halloween 2018, Halloween Kills, and Halloween Ends. Yeah. We're throwing so many fucking movies at you guys. I don't expect anyone to like retain any of this shit or be like, <laughs> I know exactly what they're talking about. I hardly know what I'm talking about. This is, the, the franchise is insane. But in the original movie, and this is where we get dicey again, because the movie has multiple cuts. And in the TV version of Halloween 1978, yes, you know that Laurie Strode in the first movie is related to Michael Myers. But the TV cut came much, much later and was only added, uh, I think, to because they had to cut certain scenes out, so they added that in. So forget all of that. That doesn't matter. Because in the original movie, in 1978, when it came out, Lori was not related to Michael Myers. She was just a babysitter that he attacked because she came to his house that morning when he showed up in Haddonfield. It does make me question why he would go after Laurie again. For so many for years. For 40 years later during the David Gordon Green trilogy. Yeah. I do think it would have been better if she was his sister. Yeah. They even addressed it in that movie and said, oh, it was a rumor sense. they made up. It would make way more sense because like 40 years he's been waiting to get this guy, this, this girl. And I know they talk about how the trauma extends from not just the victim but also to the victimizer. And what does it do to them when someone gets away? I don't give a fuck. 
I just want to see Big Man go stab. That's it. Yeah. And I don't need themes in these movies. So it's just, you know, it is what it is. We've, we've, yeah, I wasn't sure we were going to launch into this just because it is <laughs> dense. It is so dense. So let's go ahead and move into the synopsis game in which you have 30 seconds to tell me the plot to the movie. Halloween. I spent eight years trying to reach him and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. Guys, you have 30 seconds on the clock and you have to tell me the synopsis to John Carpenter's Halloween. Are you ready? Yes. Go. 15 years after murdering his sister, a man escapes from an insane asylum. He lays eyes upon a babysitter in his hometown that he once murdered his sister in and decides that she is his target. He then goes on a murderous rampage of all of her friends, but she gets away and he gets caught. You have eight seconds left. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. He is a crazy dude that lives a few towns over in an insane asylum, essentially, and breaks out and he's like, I'm going home. And when he gets home, um, he steals his mother's headstone, or his sister's sister. headstone, and like brings it with him to his house, um, and then proceeds to just butcher these poor teens because they're babysitters. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's essentially Halloween. Uh, the letterbox synopsis is 15 years after murdering his sister on Halloween night, 1963, Michael Myers escapes from a mental hospital and returns to the small town of Haddonfield, Illinois, to kill again. Pretty, pretty simple. I like that. Mm-hmm. I also have to read you this tagline because it's fucking great. It's Halloween, the night he came home. I love it. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's fantastic. What I hate, there's one of them. It's it's Halloween. I think it's Halloween 2 or 4. And it's like, the night he came home again. And it's like, no, you did it once. You don't need to do it a second time. We get it. But... Yeah, I think that's pretty much that's pretty much it for the synopsis. All you need to know is Michael Myers, brutal serial killer, wears a William Shatner mask, tries to kill Laurie. That's it. Yeah. That's all you need to know. I want to real quickly just talk about this, that Halloween, the reason this movie is so highly regarded is because it is considered to be the first slasher film. It is not the first slasher film. That's just not true. Uh, the French uh, film industry had been doing slashers for like a decade prior to this, but it is the first like mainstream slasher black christmas did come out like four years prior to this movie but no one really cared about it it's more of like a retrospective thing where people look back on it now and they're like oh this movie was great wasn't like all that loved when it came out uh halloween on the other hand is and was the highest grossing independent movie of all time its budget was three hundred thousand dollars and it i mean look at how much money they made off this movie i mean it's stupid so it is credited as being the first slasher and spawned movies like the reason we have Freddy's and Jason's and Ghostface is because we had Michael Myers. Hmm. So, just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, let's go ahead and get into our discussion on Halloween then. Let's do it. Oh, look. Look where? Behind the bush. I don't see anything. The guy who drove by so fast, that one you yelled at? Oh, subtle, isn't he? Creep. Laurie, dear. Wants to talk to you. 
He wants to take you out. Tonight. So we already covered the Halloween timelines. I had that in my notes as like a tentative. I had a question mark next to it because I was like, this is, I don't know, that's going to eat up a lot of time. <laughs> it's just such a long thing to, just, to, to explain. So I wasn't sure if we could talk about it, and we did. So let's just go ahead and start with Michael in general. What about Michael is scary? Oh, the fact that no one really knows what he looks like. The way he can't die. <laughs> and he took six bullets to the chest in this movie alone. Yeah. Uh, needing a uh, knitting needle to the throat mm-hmm. and a coat hanger to the eyeball. And was pushed off of a third floor balcony and yeah. like, got up and walked away. Yeah. <laughs> He's indestructible. And it's also terrifying how he doesn't he's never running after you like like you're running from him and somehow he's still keeping up with you even though he's just walking Mm -hmm. he never changes his pace i said this so many times to kyle in the movie i'm like how did he catch up to them yeah i'm just just like they're running and he's just doing his strut yeah and he catches up to them within seconds it's a sunday it's a sunday morning stroll for this guy it's just silly there was that, uh, you see that video that's on TikTok, there's tons of them, where it's like, when the camera's on the killer, and they're walking really slow, and when the camera pans away from them, and they just full dead sprint. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I mean, it has to be that he's running at some point. Like, it has right. to be, right? Because he's literally on them within seconds. And yeah. But I think that also is just like, yeah. his determination, he's like, I'm going to get you. It's just a matter of time. And I think the thing is, they always say, like, if you're running from something, like, don't turn around and look at it. Or look for it because yeah. it slows you down. Sure. And these people are running and they're constantly looking, like turning and looking for and you him. Fall like these, like they just run and they fall. Everyone trips. Yeah. Like even in the 2018 one, like the babysitter trip running out of the bedroom. Everyone's tripping. Just yeah. don't turn around. Yeah. Keep just take going. Off. Yeah. Just keep and that's going. what I, I said that so many times in the movie too. People yeah. would just like stop running and like look around or hide or like, yeah. and just like just keep running. It wasn't in this movie. It was in Halloween Resurrection. But there's the scene where Buster Rhymes is like, all right, what's up? And he like throws his hands up and tries to like box Michael Myers. And I was like, bro, what do you like? What? Who in their right mind knows the story of Halloween? Because in their world, they know the story of Michael Myers shot, stabbed, blown up in yeah. Halloween 2. And he survived. And Buster Rhymes is like, I'm going to beat his ass. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. Yeah. It's like, just run. Just fucking run. Turn around and run away. Exactly. Like, get in your car and drive. He won't be able to find you. Right. He's staying in Haddonfield, all right? Exactly. Just get out of Haddonfield. Exactly. Unless it, unless you are Laurie Strode. Yeah. You're fair game to leave. Like, just leave. Just yeah. go. He's not going to come after you. But no, and I think another thing that makes Michael so scary is just like the way that, like, Dr. Loomis talks about him. Mm. It's hard to like bring up points because like there's so many not from this movie right but like dr loomis is just like he i spent seven years trying to break through to him and then i sent spent seven years trying to keep him locked up because this man is just he's pure evil like he is the epitome of evil there is nothing behind those eyes but evil there is nothing to figure out about him Mm-hmm. He's just evil, and it's so frustrating because he tells people that for decades, and no, and one, no one fucking him. listens to the guy. And no one listens to him, even right. in this movie. Like Doctor Loomis says, he's he's headed home, like right. he's going home. Yeah, and he's trying to call the sheriffs, and just like no one, they're like, why would he come back here? That's just dumb. Right, right. No and one they believes all blame him. him for Michael Myers escaping, and it's like yeah. no, he just broke out, like he just escaped on his own. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, it's your fault, Dr. Lubus. This man has spent half his career working <laughs> yeah. with this one guy and has given up on him. Yep. And there's been no progress, no breakthrough. How about we just believe him? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, too, <laughs> it's like you said, it's the way people react to the news that Michael Myers 
especially as we move out of Halloween 1 and 2. Yeah. And we're into like 4, 5, and 6. Where they're like, Michael Myers is in town. Everybody immediately is like, oh shit. Because they know how fucked up it's yeah. going to get. They know how bad it's going to get. And I yeah. think that also makes Michael Myers scary. It's like, it's very few things that Michael actually does that make him scary. It's the reactions to things. Mm. To me, it's the fact that when he kills someone, he is constantly turning his head sideways. Yeah, to be that's like, very creepy. Exa- he's like curious about their death. It's very fucked up. And it's also the way that he's just always calm. He's just mm-hmm. hanging out most of the time. He's just like some dude. Like that's the thing is he's never like really trying to make a scene. It's just him. Like, Freddy is always, like, making jokes in the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. He's famous for being hilarious and just making a scene. And then Jason is like, I'm going to decapitate you and rip you in half. Michael Myers is like, knife. In. Like, that's it. Like, that's all it is with Michael Myers. So it's it's very scary because there's no charade or, like, game with him. It's just, I'm just going to kill you. Yeah, and it's just the way, like, he stalks you, like... All the scenes of him, like, watching oh, the house. Yeah. Like, you're from his point of view and you're just listening to him breathe. And then also the way he can, like, get into any house mm-hmm. in seconds. Right. And he's so quiet. And he just watches you and you don't notice him. And it's just very creepy. Which I also think is super creepy when you have, a like, such a big man mm-hmm. being that silent and quiet. Because you're like, what? It's an, it's an anomaly. Like, right. it's just like, How? Right. And his superhuman strength. Yeah. He picks people up by knives. Like he stabs them through their stomachs <laughs> with a knife and lifts them off the ground. Yeah. Impossible. Unless you're Michael Myers. Yeah. <laughs> and then impossible. Every time he stabs someone to like with a knife and atta- like sticks them to the wall. Oh my God. I I'm was, just like, that would never happen. I was, uh, and every time she said that, I'd be like suspension of disbelief. First off, if you think about like how long the knife is and like how much of it is actually yes. in the body. Yes. You probably have about an inch of the knife sticking out the back. You're not sticking to that to a wall and hanging a 200 pound person off of that, okay? Right. They're just gonna, it's just gonna tilt downward and they're gonna slip right off the handle. H20 does it, or Resurrection does that bad, where he takes um, Ray or Ronnie or whatever his name is. I can't even remember his name. Uh, the main one of the main dudes, and he stabs him with a knife and picks him up, and then takes another knife and stabs him through the chest through the door. And the camera's behind the door, and the knife's got like three inches poking out of the door. I'm sorry, but when they pan back to him, it's just to the hilt. Uh-huh. How long is that knife? It's going through an entire <laughs> human's body and then through a door. It's <laughs> like, like a 24 inch yeah. knife. Who was using that, bro? <laughs> That's a sword at that yeah. point. Like, it would be more believable if Michael uh, was using a sword, okay? Yeah, Michael Myers is a katana, has a katana for sure. <laughs> for sure. There's no way. There's just no way that that would happen. And, you know, I love these movies, but I love shitting on them. That's half the fun. Yeah. Um, I have to ask, though, because multiple times. You even said he's kind of silly. Is Michael Myers just also like a silly goose? Like, so just like no. A silly I boy? think that the silly goose moments they put in there are so out of character. <laughs> They're just like what? Like every time I saw something like that, I was like, Michael would never do that. What about in the first one when he not only does he take a man, which bothered you, he stabbed a man. We just talked about it and hung him onto a door with the knife, right? Yeah. After that. He takes the time to wander the house, find a sheet, cut eye holes in it, which means he had to put it on and like accurately be like, okay, this is this is where my eyes are. Find a pair of scissors to cut eye holes, <laughs> take the glasses off of the man he just killed, go up the stairs with a beer, 
and then kill another person. Yeah. Like, he's pretty, but he's definitely in his own head like, this is going to be so funny. This is going to kill, <laughs> dude. I am going to get so just, many laughs with it this. It just doesn't make sense. Does like, it? if Michael never even utters a word, if no one can, if he never makes eye contact with anyone, he never talks to anyone, he never, like, there's never any ounce of anything that comes out of him besides kill and evil. He's not taking the time right. to cut eyes in a sheet to make a ghost costume. He's just not doing it. Oh, yeah. And what what always makes me laugh is when he sets bodies up. Like in the first yeah. one. He, in the first one. Keep this in mind. He has a tombstone with him. So when he completes all of his kills and he's like finally going after Lori, he sets up her friends. Her best friend is laying in the bed in like a, a like a like a crucifix position with his sister's tombstone behind her then he takes her other friend's bodies stuffs them in the closet ties one of them by his feet to a door so when the door opens the body slings down how does the man have time yeah. and also who is this for michael yeah is this for you dog like this is just some performative street art that you're like man if, if this was like the 2000s i would be so viral right now like yeah. what is happening man yeah and then in, um, is it Halloween Kills, I think? I know exactly where you're going. When he sets the yes. bodies up on the playground. Yes. And puts masks on their head. Where the heck did he get the masks? Because none of them were wearing masks. <laughs> they're, they're Easter eggs from Season of the Witch. That's, that's the only reason they're there. He, where does he keep it on? <laughs> and not only that. He sets them up and then sprinkles candy around them. Yeah. He's got candy sprinkled around their bodies, bro. It's just like, it's terrifying because these people are brutally murdered in the <laughs> worst way possible. But then you just stop and you're like, oh, he's kind of a silly goose because like he's covering them with masks and he had to take time, by the way. Remember, it was they were on the spinning carousel thingy. He spun the thing because yeah. when everyone showed up, the, the carousel was spinning. So like he had to stop and be like, I need a little more candy here. I need a little more candy here. I gotta spin it. Then I gotta go hang what's her face by her <laughs> neck on the swing. And then I gotta go make sure it's still swinging. Like, it's just such a goofy theme that goes throughout the movies that he's like setting these bodies yeah, up. Yeah, but it just does not go with any sort of personality traits that they're trying to give him. No. And, I, and, and this is in no way me shitting on Michael Myers. I fucking love it. I think it is great that whenever someone gets killed, you know that somehow they're gonna be set up in some yeah. way so they're gonna scare someone. In Halloween uh, 2018, he kills Ray, who is Lori's daughter's husband. He strangles him and then somehow manages to get him inside and put him in the closet on the second floor. Okay. And the last time we saw him, he was, was, Michael was nowhere to be found and the guy was still laying outside in the yard. And Michael's missing two fingers, his his, uh, ring finger and his pinky on his left hand. Yeah. Because they got blown off and it's like, he's just... He does these things for laughs because I think I think he's misunderstood. I think he just wants to make people laugh. People just don't get it, and that's why he kills. I highly disagree. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Man. I'm just kidding. But it is funny if you think about like the fact that when he killed his sister, his very first kill ever, he was in a clown costume. He was in, yeah, he was in a clown costume. Yep. <laughs> it's just like the most bizarre thing that happens in in most slasher movies, like in most slashers. Uh, like it's a running theme throughout the Halloweens and I'm sure in some of the Friday the 13th I can't remember any off the top of my head but like the the serial killer the the, the slasher the horror icon uh, basically just like sets the bodies up to be found in a way that is scary mm-hmm. 
And it is, but also when you stop to, it is scary in the moment because you're like, oh my fucking God, these are so many dead people. And if you're the person in the moment, you're like, these are my friends. I love these people. But once the popcorn fatigue wears off yeah. and the movie's over and you stop to think like, that man had to spend at least an hour setting these bodies up <laughs> and then go find other people to kill. He's like, yeah. I got to get people to get them here. Like, I got to chase them down to get them here. That is the only goal I have. And so it's just like, it's just goofy. And that's why I love slashers. Because they're so dumb like that. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, let's be honest. People do in our real world. Uh, that does happen. And it's not funny. But it is funny in this but world. Because he's this, supposed yeah. to be a supernatural being that's above yes. all emotions except for rage. And it's like, but he's got time to be a silly goose and, and like, also, make jokes. And also, if you think about it, like, when that's happening in the real world and, like, people are being posed, like, it's because someone has taken, like, days right, yeah. to, like, right. actually do that. Whereas Michael is like, I can get this done five minutes. Right, exactly. And then I'm on to the next one. Right. I actually just watched The House That Jack Built. Shout out to Taylor Smart because she kept talking about this when we were in Bremerton. And I was like, I, I need to rewatch this. Turns out I hadn't seen it. I was confusing it with another movie. Uh, so I watched it and I was like, yeah, no, this is not what I thought it was. Uh, but there's a scene in that where he kills a victim and then he takes pictures of them in their apartment. But it doesn't like look right. So he has to go back to the scene of the crime like days later. And so it takes him multiple days to figure this scenario yeah. out that he wants. Whereas Michael Myers is like five minutes flat in and out. Like, yeah. It's all about efficiency. I'm going to drag you from outside all the way into the house, all the way upstairs, put stuff you in a closet, right. hang someone up with... A, it's just like... Right. And you can see him doing it though, which I love in the first yeah. one. You actually see him doing it because in all the other ones, it's just like kind of jump scares. Like it's assumed that he's doing this. In... The first one, we actually get to see the point of view of Tommy, like the kid that Lori's babysitting, look across the street and see Michael carrying a body back into yeah. the house. And you're like, okay, okay. So is Michael doing all this shit? It's, <laughs> it's just so bizarre to actually get that confirmation because you're like, the dude is actually taking the time to be like, okay, get her from the car in the garage, walk her around the house, up the stairs, into the bedroom, lay her in the crucifix position, put a tombstone behind her head. Yeah. Bam, I get the scare. And he's also not afraid of being caught at all because he carries her around to the front oh, door. Oh, yeah, he doesn't give a shit. He's in the backyard. Why don't you enter through the... Every house has a back door. Yeah. Why yeah. are you walking around to go through the front door? It's like he just simply just does not care. <laughs> and it would have been easier to go through the front door. He has to walk around the whole house <laughs> to get there. But we, I did mention Freddie and Jason, and I'm kind of wondering, in your mind, after you've now watched all these... Uh, Halloween movies. Where does Michael Myers rank on your list of like horror icons? So I think you're probably way more suited to answer this question because I honestly don't remember ever even watching a Friday the 13th movie. What? <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm disappointed in myself. I've never made you watch I one. don't know if I've ever watched a Friday the 13th movie. You definitely I know watched the 2009 one with me because that was yeah. the newest one and you were like, oh, I remember we did watch these in uh, Santa Rosa. I bought them all in Santa Rosa and you were like, do I have to watch these? And I was like, no, but I made you watch like the first six and you're like, I can't handle this anymore. Yeah. I, so I don't even remember them. <laughs> um, That's I do know that Jason wears a hockey mask. Yes. So. And Freddy Krueger has. The Freddy Krueger has the knives for hands. Yes. He's got little knives and a nice knit sweater. Yes. So <laughs> I know Freddy Krueger. I've seen Nightmare on Elm Street. Fuck yeah, you have. Um, I actually had a freddy costume one year because i was in in college what i was um in college we did i was in hip-hop club and in hip-hop club we did a day like a dance that was villains versus heroes what and i have I, no idea about i this. was freddy that is 
That is incredible. That is incredible. I knew I was sexually the show ended up getting, for a reason. <laughs> the show ended up getting canceled, though, because no. of COVID. Yeah, that oh, was the year of COVID. Oh, oh. And so we ended up not doing that. So, But I yeah. still, I have the sweater in the hand. Why did you pick Freddy, or did you get told you were Freddy? I was assigned Freddy. That is incredible. That is incredible. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because I met you just after that. Or no, just before that. I met you just before COVID happened. Mm-hmm. So you must have been like practicing that while we were first yeah. like getting to know each other. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, so cool. So if I had to rank them. Yes. And Ghostface is on this list, don't forget. Because you've seen oh. all of those. You've seen all the Scream movies. All right. So if I had to rank them, number four, Ghostface. Mm-hmm. Because there's multiple Ghostface. He's, we have a whole episode on ranking the ghost face, so not, you can go listen to he's that. He's not one guy. It, it's like it's different than Jason, Michael, and Freddie because that's one person doing all of this, wreaking all this havoc. Yeah. Ghost face is just comes and goes. Yeah, it's multiple people. <laughs> and then Jason, because I don't remember any of his movies, <laughs> <laughs> but I do know like that's the so I know funny. he had like some sort of like hydrocephalus or something, and yeah, he's got camp, something going and, on. Drown in, the, drown in the lake? Yes. Yeah. He's, that's creepy. Yeah. And then... It does me. It is so funny to me because I do remember watching the first six with you. And at the, after the sixth one, you're like, I just can't anymore. Yeah. And I was like, fair enough. You made it this far. I'm impressed. <laughs> I remember sitting down and watching them with you. And we had... Uh, it was our first time ever eating... Um, I think... Uh, not Raising Cane's. What's the other one that's out there in California that we were like really liked? in and out in and out, I think. I think it was the first time we ever had in and out. We came home and we were like, I was like, I bought all the Friday the 13th. We have to watch them. <laughs> and then number two is Michael. Because at least like, I'm just going to say, number one is Freddy. Yes. Freddy is the scariest to me because there's nothing you can do about Freddy. Freddy comes when you're sleeping and you mm-hmm. can, literally can't defend yourself. Like, yeah. That's the creepiest thing to me is that he comes while you're sleeping and can kill you in your sleep. Mm-hmm. That's just terrifying. Mm-hmm. So Michael ranks below him because yes, Michael is a brute force. Like he is superhuman. He is scary. But he doesn't just attack you in your sleep. Right. And you can see it. You know, you can see him coming. Like you can get away from him. You can't get away from sleep. No. You have to sleep. Yeah. Unless you are the main person he's going after, just get in your car. Yeah. That's drive the thing. Away. Like, he'll like, leave you alone. We saw that in H20. He left the security guard alone because the security guard did exactly what he wanted. Yeah. The security guard let him in on accident and Michael walked right by him. Uh-huh. He was like, I don't care about killing you. I have someone set in mind. So if you're not just stopping him from that goal, it's going to let you go. Yeah. Freddie is just wants to kill every kid possible there's a reason for that uh but that might be an episode we do later yeah but michael like if you get far enough away from him then you're good yeah freddie you can't go anywhere without and be safe from him because anywhere you are you're going to have to sleep and that's why freddie is the number one for me yeah i am going to just add one other character in there from my list but i'm gonna say at number five is jason i think he's scary because he's so freaking big but I just, I just don't like his movies. Like, I know we're talking about icons, but like, when it comes to my favorites, he, I just don't care about Jason at all. I just don't. <laughs> you just said movies really weird. Movies. I like, it sounded like you said movies. Movies? No, I just, he just, I don't know, he's a big lumbering dude. He's like Michael Myers, but taller and wider. 
Yeah. It's like add 100 pounds onto Michael Myers and you have Jason. But I wouldn't go anywhere near a camp. So like I'm good. <laughs> like I'm just not going to Camp Crystal Lake. It's very easy to avoid. Right. <laughs> it's very easy to avoid Jason. Um, next, I would probably say, and and I, uh, this is hard. I'm going to put Ghostface here only because there are so many different Ghostface. And um, I think in the Scream 6 episode, I ranked them. And I think that's pretty much, I, I would probably add like, if I had to take them, I'd put like Stu in them higher on this list. But I'm just doing a yeah. one Ghostface. It's just a guy in a mask. Right, that's the thing. Is Ghostface has no no it's not supernatural. supernatural abilities. He has nothing, like, nothing. He's not huge. Like, he's not super strong. He can't attack you in your sleep. Right. He's just a guy with a knife. And so if you shoot him. He will die. If you stab him, if you fight back, you have a 50-50 chance. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you are legitimately trained in any sort of combat sport, you're fucking safe from Scream. Or from, from Ghostface. Like, he's, it's, nothing's going to happen. He or she. Like, it's, like, nothing's going to go go down with that. Um, and reasonably, you could get away from that situation, too. Uh, yeah. Then I would say Chucky is number oh, three for I've me. never seen any of the Chucky movies. Uh, you've seen the newest one. We watched oh. it in... in <laughs> we watched it in Denver. We watched it together in Denver. Oh. Uh, and you were like, this isn't scary. And I was like, I know. They made it kind of like a comedy. Like a comedy. <laughs> which, it, it always was sort of a comedy, but, like, the kills were sort of lackluster. Um... But no, I'd put Chucky there mainly because I have an extreme phobia of dolls. I do not like dolls. Uh, my sister used to, when she was really young and she would like take a bath and she, like my mom and sister would be in there and um, my sister would be playing with the Barbie dolls in the bathtub. I would cry and scream if they were still in there when I had to go in and I'd be like, <laughs> I'm not going in until they're taken out of the bathroom. So Chucky always scared the shit out of me because that's a little doll. Uh, but I would just punt him across the room yeah. as many times as necessary. <laughs> he would never get the drop on me, I don't think. <laughs> Uh, but number two is Michael Myers for me too. Uh, mainly because, I mean, if he did ever come after me, like these next two, like him and Freddie, if they came after me, I'd just play, I would just die. I would just die. <laughs> I would just Because die. like Michael's going to kill you by ripping your eyes out of your head. Like it doesn't sound fun. Like it's not like an easy, easy, like none of these sound fun. I'm, I don't know why I said that, but it's like an easy death. He's going to make you suffer and I'm, I'm good. Like I just don't want to deal with that, but he is terrifying <laughs> And he just isn't going to stop. And if he fixates on you, it's game over. Like, he's going to get you. So Kyle's the exact opposite of Laurie Strode. He's just given up. Yeah. <laughs> the, if, if they had a follow-up, if I managed to survive the first two movies, uh, Halloween 2018 would have just been me being like, Oh, he's got me. I'm done. Oh, he's coming left. back. All right, yeah. that's it. Done. <laughs> Big shrug. I guess this is it. <laughs> uh, and number one is Freddy. Because Freddy is the first... Uh, when I first found Freddy and Nightmare on Elm Street, I remember watching the first movie and being like, holy shit, that's a young Johnny Depp. It's his first movie ever. That's crazy. But then I was like, oh shit, Freddy is terrifying because like you said, you can just survive Michael if you survive until November 1st. Right. Just leave the town until November 1st and come back. You get right. good. Um, you have to sleep. And they talk about this in a couple of the uh, Nightmare on Elm Streets, but especially in Freddy versus Jason, they'd start taking these mm. drugs but they cause them uh, hallucinations when you're awake. Yeah. So it's like, he's coming for you either way. And uh, I would simply roll over and die. Also, Freddy is like hypersexual in the way that he kills people. And that also sounds just fucking dreadful. Yeah. Dreadful. And going no bueno. I don't want, yeah, I don't want any part of that. And pretty All much of them go after teens, teens, dude. All of them go after teens. At Name least, one of those people who goes after Michael adults. Myer, Michael Myers kills adults too, okay? That's true. And Chucky went after a couple of adults. Yeah. Chucky and Michael are exclusively like, we don't care how old you are. Yeah. But Ghostface is mostly trying to get teen. Well, 
Mostly trying to get teens in the first one, and then a couple of the remakes, but mostly also going after adults. Yeah. Freddy's really the only one actually going after teenagers. Mm-hmm. You're right. Freddy's exclusively like, I just want the little kids. <laughs> and it's fucking weird. Yeah. And I think that just makes him so much more scary. Even if he is silly and funny most of the time. Also, he only is on screen for like seven minutes in the original one. And for him to leave that big of an impression, like where I couldn't sleep right. for a few days afterward, I was like terrified to go to sleep. This is a pretty big deal. Right. This sort of bounces off of that. But I want to know, of these characters, which one do you think you would survive the longest with and which one do you think you would be killed very quickly? <laughs> Freddy would kill yeah, me first. Yeah. Okay. I'll I get like, that out of the way too. I need I think, sleep. Yeah, Freddy's good. You sleep a lot too, so like... <laughs> I need sleep. Like, I'm not a girl that can survive on any less than at least seven hours of sleep a night. Yeah. If you're I, aiming for like 14 if you could. <laughs> <laughs> no. If I get less than seven, seven hours of sleep, I'm going to start having problems. All right? Yeah. For sure. Oh, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Freddie, I, would, I wouldn't last. I just wouldn't last. Mm-hmm. And I guess, who would I survive the longest with? All of them because I'm fucking smart. All right? <laughs> Unless I'm... <laughs> Freddie would kill me because I'm, I'm asleep. But you for the rest of them, like, it, yeah. I'm just getting the fuck out of there. Okay? Mm-hmm. If I'm not, if I'm not, if you're not Laurie Strode or Michael's sister, just leave Haddonfield. Right, right. You just, just literally leave for a week. Tell your just boss you're leave. done. You got to leave town for just until November 1st. I'll be back November 1st. You're good to go. So like, yeah. you literally just, like in the end of, uh, they show it in Halloween uh, Kills because they don't follow the sequels. They have to show you how Michael gets caught yeah. at the end of Halloween 1. And it's after midnight and he just stands there. Yeah. And they just beat his ass to take him to jail. But I guess to be fair, if we are like talking about like in the movie, I guess we would have to be the person in Laurie Strode's position. Yes, let's assume we're the main character. It's still Chucky all day for me. Yeah, I would literally just drop kick that fucker and put him in a trash bag. Yeah, and take him to a trash compactor and dump him in that bitch. Like I would. Oh not, yeah. I'm not worried about Chucky. I'm just cutting out his stuffing. Okay. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I mean he's not really like he doesn't run on stuffing. <laughs> he's got batteries, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which okay, I know you just you just look at me like just take the batteries out. You can't because he's got the soul of a serial killer inside of him. Yes, <laughs> but still, he's very small. Yeah, put him in a dog crate. Yeah, <laughs> wire the door. I would shut. literally, I would, I would not be concerned about Chucky at all. No, least least scary. Now that I'm an and adult, and he's dressed in very bright colors, so very easy to see. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I'm going to get you a, a nice guy or a good guy or whatever they're fucking called, which is like the doll Chucky is for Christmas. Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, so you think you think you still survive Michael? You picking Michael or Chucky? Oh, well, as number one survival Chucky. Yeah. But I think I could survive the rest of them. I think it would be 50-50. With, I'm pretty resourceful. I feel like Ghostface would be kind of like challenging. Because it's also like a friend group thing. It's like who yeah. in your friend group would kill you, and that's what would fuck me up. It's like I don't damn. have any friends. I'm good to go. All right, <laughs> I'm good to go. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. So we spent a lot of time talking about things that have nothing to do with Halloween. So let's go ahead and dive back into Halloween. <laughs> I want to go back to ask you because you you brought it up earlier, and it's a great point, Doctor Loomis. Yes. Let's talk about him in this movie and at, just like in the whole timeline, like in the whole universe. Dr. Loomis has a very sad, frustrating life. Yeah. For sure. I literally said that in one movie. I'd be like, I if I was Dr. Loomis, like, and time and time again, no one listens to you. Like, you just got to be like, well, I did my job and get the heck out of right. town. At what point are you no longer like, this is my responsibility? At what point do you just cut your losses and be yeah. like, they're going to have to deal with it on their own? Like, what, what legitimately 
at what point do you just be like, I'm done? For me, it's after the fourth one when the little girl gets involved and they yeah. still don't listen. And the little girl's like, Michael's back. I'd be like, fucking nobody's listening to me, dude. Yeah. I'm out. Halloween 5, I think. Halloween 4 or 5. So like 10 years in after the events of the first two. I'd be like, I'm done. I'm actually just done. Yeah. It's just sad. Like, he, clearly he knows Michael the best out of anyone. Mm-hmm. He's been around him the most time. He's tried the most with him. If he believes there is no saving and he knows and he believes that Michael's returning to Haddonfield, just believe him. Right. Just get the cancel trick or treating, right. okay? And even the even in uh even in uh oh no, that's the twenty eighteen one where he the the sheriff's like, We're not canceling Halloween, damn it. Yeah. Uh, but in the curse of in the curse of Michael Myers, they do cancel Halloween. It's been cancelled for ten years, finally. Because they finally listen to Dr. Loomis. Yeah. And in that one, he's at his most peace, remember? He's just typing away. He's retired. And he, even his first line, he turns to the radio and he's like, not dead, just retired. And you're like, oh, he's just a happy old man. Like, he's yeah. just a comfy, happy old man. And then Michael Myers comes back and it's just like he is right back to screaming, being like, you need to listen to me. Why is no one fucking listening to me? Uh-huh. And it's just so sad, man. And it would just be so frustrating being him and having the jail or whatever prison Michael's in, decide every single Halloween that, oh, it's time to transfer Michael. Right, right, right. Like, that's the only time he does anything is on Halloween. Only time. The rest of the time, he just stands there and stares. Like, the the only time he does anything is on Halloween. So why do we keep choosing to transfer him on Halloween? And honestly, why would you transfer any sort of psychiatric patient or jailed person on Halloween? Right. It doesn't make sense. At night. Yeah, that's also the thing that gets me is it's always like 8 p.m. And you're like, why is this waiting all day? All the people that would sign the paperwork for this are gone. Like, there's no one here. No chance. Uh, I do think that if you haven't seen them and everyone's always like, why is it Halloween? And why does he wait intermittent years? It takes them six movies to explain that. Yeah. The sixth movie is when they finally explain why Michael is doing what he is doing and why there's a time lap in it. And... Why it's always Halloween. All I'm going to say is Thorn. Look it up if you want. I don't suggest it. It's just a bunch of convoluted bullshit. That, and, uh, and, and someone put this... Uh, actually, I read this. Someone said, if you don't understand the Halloween curse and why Michael Myers is doing what he's doing, you need to find 70s grade cocaine, mix it with the guts of a pumpkin, <laughs> and snort that shit. And it'll make all the sense in the world. And I agree with that. Because Thorn makes no sense... If you stop to think about it. Like, the it, the thorn makes sense. It's the way they present it in the movie that makes no fucking right. sense. And so that's actually the only storyline that does explain why right. it's always on Halloween. Right. And then in the H20 timeline, it's just a random intermittent number of years. And he's like, time to break out now. It's yeah. like... if they it's could still have, always on Halloween. If they could have combined somehow thorn with, the like, that concept with... The H2O or H20 timeline where she's his sister but is hiding in in an alias with the 2018 version. They could somehow make this work in one cohesive story. It would be excellent. Mm -hmm. And if it didn't take five movies to do it. (laughs) I say six because Halloween 3 has nothing to do with Michael Myers. But listening to Loomis, especially in uh, Halloween 5, The Revenge, when the little girl is the one he's like communicating with uh, psychically. Mm Mm-hmm. You just, it's just, like, he's going to give himself a heart attack. Mm-hmm. He's screaming every three seconds. He's harassing little girls. Or they're, he's like, tell me, bitch, where is he? And it's like, 
at one point do you need like like that's when you need to just stop and reevaluate life and go okay I need to just cut my losses and they're not gonna listen to me so fuck it I'm out of here yeah I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be done with this if they die they die it's not my fault anymore yeah honestly Loomis lived a pretty sad existence <laughs> extremely sad and he was trying and the thing is he was just trying to protect people and no matter how hard he tried dozens no and dozens same. and dozens and dozens of people died every time Michael escaped. The last thing I want to talk about he's, before we... He's a better man than most because most would just be like, well, I, t- I fucking told him. Right. <laughs> Literally Rob Zombie's I did Dr. my best. Loomis. I'm getting out of here because I don't want to die. Yeah. you. If, if That's essentially how Rob Zombie portrays Loomis. He mm-hmm. goes on like a book tour, ignores that Michael's coming back, all that shit. It's yeah. fucking stupid. Um, but it seems like a lot more peaceful of a lifestyle. <laughs> uh, the last thing I want to talk about before we get into the uh, reviews and everything is the ending. I want to talk about the ending because I think the ending, had they decided to never remake Halloween and to never add sequels, I think that ending is excellent. Where he, they, they pan over the side of the, the uh, balcony and he's laying there just, I mean, destroyed. He's shot. He's been pushed out a window. He's been stabbed multiple times. And then they come outside and he's gone. Yeah. And they pan to different parts of the town and you just hear Michael breathing. Mm-hmm. To me, that is the best ending you could ask for in a franchise like this, because it gives you goosebumps. Being like, okay, he's still alive. How the fuck? What human survives that? And two, he's still out there, and he could be coming for anybody. But it wouldn't have been a franchise if they just left it there. It would have been a standalone movie. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think they. I don't think it needed to be a franchise. Yeah, I think it could have been a standalone movie and been excellent. Which was the point, actually, when they wrote it. They were trying to do an anthology series. Every year they're going to release a new Halloween, but it's going to be a different story. But I think that ending is just perfect because it could be you. It could be me. It could be anybody that's next because Michael Myers is just loose and he's free out there mm-hmm. and you can't stop him. They they were able to establish you could not stop him early on. And I think that was the best way to end it. Mm. How do you feel about the ending? Do I like the, like, was the ending good? Yes. But you're saying like... You would have liked it if it just ended there. Yeah. I think if you have something like that happen where like he does come back alive or doesn't die. Yeah. Which is it? Did he die and come back or like. (laughs) Yeah. Does Michael die and come back or does he just not die? die. I Um, mean in the sequel he's literally blown up with Dr. Loomis on top of him. Like how is he not. He has to die right? Yeah. But I think that would have makes like if a movie ended like that and I knew there was never going to be another another movie, I'd be like, what the heck? So. See, I don't. I I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But I I wouldn't be upset by that at all. I think it would be a very satisfactory ending, and it would lead. Yes, it, we wouldn't have Michael Myers, and that sucks to the extent we do. But it wouldn't lead to this convoluted timeline of like psychic bonds with his niece and Thorn. And all this other shit. And then getting into the different timelines. It's just... It's a little much. It's a little much. I personally prefer the ending ending. And ends. Halloween ends. Yeah. I personally prefer that. Can you tell me why? Because there's actual closure. Right. I like a movie with closure. I don't like a movie with loose... Like a loose ending where I'm... I have to imagine what happens. Well, I don't think the ending of this necessarily makes you imagine what happens. It tells you he's still alive. But I think, I get what you're saying is that, like, it's definitively done. Like, Michael is dead. The story is over. And you don't have to go the next 20 years being like, am I going to get a sequel or not? <laughs> She's yawning, but she gave me the exactly. thumbs up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I, I, I understand. I actually like the shot at the end of Halloween Ends. I hate that movie, but at the end when it's the same ending as the original Halloween, they pan the different rooms in Laurie's house and there's no breathing this time mm-hmm. instead of the deep breathing. I still like the ending of the original one better. But I know <laughs> what you're like saying. You like endings like that, though. Like, you love an ending where it's, like, kind of a little bit open-ended. Well, it's like The Rental. You liked the ending to that. And <laughs> do you, you didn't like the ending to that? I thought you did. The ending to that is essentially this dude just kills random people at Airbnbs. Yeah. And he just keeps doing this over and over and over again. And the ending to that is him just starting it over again with a different set of people. And yeah. to me, that is fucking terrifying. It is terrifying. And I think Michael Myers wandering around, dude, he can be shot 18 fucking times in the head and surviving is pretty <laughs> terrifying. Is there anything else you want to talk about uh, regarding Halloween 1978? No. All right. We can move on to our next section, which is ratings. What's the boogeyman? As a matter of fact, it was. Okay. So uh, I'm going to let you go first because you're my lovely girlfriend. <laughs> what are you going to give this? I'm going to give this movie uh, 3.5 stars. Pumpkins. Pumpkins. <laughs> I'm going to give this movie 3.5 pumpkins. 3.5 pumpkins. <laughs> awesome. I love it. I'm going to give this four and a half pumpkins. Four and a half pumpkins? Four and a half pumpkins. pumpkins. Jesus Christ. <laughs> why, why is that so crazy? <laughs> I, think, I think Michael Myers, is, they do a great job of setting up how terrifying he is. I think the the deaths for a movie set in 1978, they're pretty brutal. And, I mean, it just started off a storm of a franchise that, I mean, I love it, you know. So, I'm always I'm always happy to to watch to rewatch these movies. I also like the fall vibe. I know it was filmed in California. <laughs> every, every, single, every single movie, Kyle goes, I think they did a really good job at just making this feel like fall. <laughs> I, they did. I watch a lot of movies that feel like fall. It's my favorite season. And I think they did a good job because this was set in Illinois, but it was filmed in California. And just so you know, they had to hand paint the leaves to look like it was fall, okay? So for that alone, it's going to get four and a half stars. <laughs> Who's your MVP? Uh, Laurie Strode. Yeah, Laurie Strode, absolutely. Yeah. And just Jamie Lee Curtis in general. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is just fantastic. She is otherworldly. I love that woman. I wish she was my grandmother. She just seems fun. Uh, yeah, I wish... I, like, what did I tell you the other day? We were watching a movie with her, and I was like, a hug from her would be world-shattering. <laughs> like, I was just like, watch, she's probably stiff. <laughs> her hugs, she, she definitely, like, when she hugs you, she hugs you. Yeah. She, she I, lets you know she's in this moment with you, and she embraces you, and you melt into her arms. That's what it is. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis is probably the best hugger on earth, and you cannot convince me otherwise. I refuse to believe otherwise. That's so funny. Oh, that's great. But she is the MVP. Absolutely the MVP. What's your favorite scene from this movie? Oh, God. I don't think we've done that recently, have we? Have we forgotten all about our favorite scenes? We've watched so many movies. My favorite scene is when he comes okay. up the stairs with the with the sheet on his head and the <laughs> eye holes cut out. It's just like such a silly goose. Yeah. I mean, it really is. You even laughed at that part because you brought up the fact you're like, he actually just did that. He just <laughs> found a sheet and put it over his head. And I was yeah. like, yeah, right? It makes no fucking sense. <laughs> so I give it a 4.5. You give it a 3.5. That rounds out to a 4. The letterbox community has given this a 3.8. Yes. So we're literally smack dab. It's smack dab in the middle of us. I think that's a pretty fair rating. 3.8. I'm, like, I'm not mad at that. 
But I have I have five letterbox reviews here that I want to read. Exciting. My, this has become my favorite part. Yeah. So I'm going to start off with a person called Demi. And they gave Halloween four and a half stars. Mm-hmm. And they said, see, this is why I simply don't, quote unquote, have sex. One second you're just <laughs> laying down the pipe. And all of a sudden a big boy come in to try and stab you because he's jealous of you. And you're rocking hog. I don't need that pressure in my life. Porkin' is a young man's game, and I got bills to pay. Jesus. <laughs> this person just literally <laughs> called themselves out for being a virgin. <laughs> That's what I took from this comment. <laughs> and it's all because of Michael Myers. See, he affects people in different ways. Uh, this next one is from Diana. I went on Tumblr to look at memes and all I found was thirst posts about Michael Myers and a fanfic about him falling in love with Jason from Friday the 13th. No one hit me up. I'm crying. They gave it three stars. The mention of Tumblr, though? Right. Yeah. <laughs> How I, long ago? Oh, my God. That's that so was from funny. 2020. That Tumblr was, was still a thing in 2020? I guess. I don't know. People out there probably still use it. I, I am certainly... I was never oh on it. Oh, my God. I, I found that one because I was like, Cash probably knows what Tumblr is. I'll just read that to her. Uh, plus the idea of him and like Jason hooking up and like being in love is fucking bizarre, man. Uh, the next review we have is from Izzy. They give it uh, three and a half stars and said, yes, it's a classic and I like it a lot, but God, it is so frustrating. She really sat down, huh? She really sat down next to him. She really parked that rear in the same room. <laughs> she really landed that ship in the same vicinity. She really just got up and stood there without a care in the world. She really just leaned in that doorway looking somber as Sally. She really rested her tidy mind for a sweet, sweet second instead of getting the fuck out. (laughs) As if he wasn't going to just get back up. As if he wasn't going to rehearse his small role in the thriller thriller video right there and then. As if he wasn't just going to lift up his that mask's chin and nosy... And mosey his big blue build on up from another for another round of hard knocks. She really hit him down. He got up, hit him back down. He got up, hit him back down again, and then perched her little peach on the carpet for a tea break. Fucking skedaddle, Lori. Fucking skedaddle. Three and a half. So funny because every single movie he would be down, and they would just. Hang out or drop the knife. That was my favorite part was every time someone was like, oh, he's dead. You were just like, he's not dead. Have we not learned? <laughs> and I'd have to be like, honey, different timeline. They don't know. They don't know any better. Uh, Isaac gives it four and a half stars saying me judges every flaw in every scene of this movie. Michael pops out from behind bushes in the corner. Me. This movie's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually me because I was pointing out to you every issue I had with the movie. Like him driving, all this bullshit. And it's just like he also then just pops from behind the corner. I'm like, I love this movie. (laughs) But um, I just want to mention, if you ever stab someone, don't drop the knife right next to them. Okay, let's preface this with, if you are having (laughs) uh, self-defense. If you have (laughs) self-defense. Yeah. Ever, if someone ever breaks into your house and you in self-defense stab them, do not drop the knives to stab right. them right next to them. Right. Because God forbid you didn't stab them in something vital. Especially right? when you've been, when, when you know this person is stalking you, you're just going to give them the weapon back? <laughs> just, here you go. 
So uh, the last one I have is from Jay. They gave it five stars. Jamie Lee Curtis. Ah, Michael Myers. Walking as slow as possible. Why are you running? <laughs> so those are the reviews I have of, of Halloween. They're not great, but they're fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. So the last segment we have on here before we get into our giveaway is the relationship advice. So let's go ahead and do that. you have for relationship advice for this because I, I I don't think you're prepared. I don't think I don't think you're ready. Yeah. <laughs> relationship advice is really hard to pull out of a slasher movie. Mm. It is. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a rather challenging task. Okay. But what I'm gonna say here is if someone if your significant other if your friend, if anyone is as stalling. passionate about a, something happening as Dr. Loomis is, um, just believe them. Yeah. I don't care how far-fetched it sounds. How much of a problem is it really going to be for you? If and, you not even, and not even if it's far-fetched. I like that. If they're just passionately talking to you about something, just pay attention. Just pay attention. Yeah, just indulge them. Just be like, yeah, here's six minutes of my Did time Did I want to watch ten Halloween movies in a weekend? <laughs> Right? No. Oh, okay. This is news to me. No, I did not. <laughs> but my boyfriend is passionate about them. So I, want, I indulged him. Do I want to buy the talk to me hand? Yes. But it makes you scared. So I'm not going to. Exactly. There we go. I like that. That's good <laughs> advice. So let's go ahead and get into the giveaway because that's why you're all actually here, isn't it? Uh, this is our giveaway for 25 episodes for 3,000 downloads. Um, and here it is. So what you're going to be uh, entering to win is a $50 gift card to Fandango, which is where you can buy movie theater tickets to all sorts of movie theaters, and a $50 gift card to a restaurant of your choosing to have yourself a little date night. So the there are four rules that you have to follow to enter. Uh, or I guess there's only one rule you actually have to follow, and that's you have to be following us. So you got to follow us on social media at movieguy underscore Kai to be considered for the entry. Uh, if you like this post, I will also make another post explaining this, so don't worry. But if you like this post about Halloween, um, that's one entry. If you comment your favorite horror movie icon, that is another entry. And sharing us on your story and tagging us so I'm able to see it will get you... Two entries into the drawing, and then we will announce the winner um, at a late to be determined. We haven't really decided that, but we'll give it a we'll give it like a week or two. Yeah, and uh, so that way you guys can get a couple entries in there, and there won't be there will be more than one post about the giveaway. Yeah, so don't worry about that. We'll get the rules out there. Was there anything else you want to add to that? No. Okay. Perfect. So we're gonna wrap it up here. I hope you guys like listening to us ramble about the most random shit possible that had <laughs> nothing to do with Halloween. <laughs> with that said, like us. Share us, follow us, interact with us. We love hearing from you guys. And with that said, go ahead and watch us. Watch us.